Welcome to the Blind Android Users Channel. This is your source for everything Android, tutorials and demos, all from a blindness perspective. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more content like this. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 82 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Today is Saturday, July 2nd, 2022. I am Warren Carr and I'm being joined today by my wonderful hosts from across the land and overseas. We're most thankful that we have a very important guest that we'll be talking with today in the spotlight section. And for now though, I do have Doc Cameron from Canada, Fee from London, Austin Pinto from India. And of course we do have our friend, a friend of our group, and that's Karthik uh, Cannon from the Netherlands, the founder of Envision. We're so excited. But before we get to that, though, I would like to kind of go around and ask our folks, see how everyone is doing. As for me, we're doing wonderful. This is going to be the 4th of July celebration weekend. We're looking forward to a great barbecue on that. Blackstone uh, barbecue grill we got like a little over a week ago. And so we're excited about that and all the stuff we plan on cooking. Weather-wise, though, we're doing well here. Um, we're going to be up into like almost 90 degrees today, So, but it's cloudy. And then tomorrow the rains return. Austin, what's going on at your end? So very happy 4th of July to all the U.S. citizens. And uh, I'm very, like, I can't wait to hear all the firecrackers and the barbecue sounds from the U.S. So Mumbai has finally got its monsoons. After a month's delay, there has been a torrential rainfall in two days. Today it's slightly calmer, but it's still raining. And uh, so my final season, my favorite season of monsoon is arrived. Great. Fee, how about you? Oh, I've had a busy time. I was uh, off celebrating my birthday last weekend and seeing all the family. Um, I bought myself some flowers a few days ago, so they're on my table. They smell beautiful. They're freesias. I decided that I'd treat myself to some belated birthday flowers. But, you know, it's my birthday all summer long. What can I say? Um, the weather here, we've had some sort of rain, but it's been kind of muggy and a bit cloudy and sometimes sunny and can't make up its mind. Typical London British weather, really. So, um, but yeah, generally things are, things are good. Doug, what's up with you, my man? Uh, not too, too much. Finally getting this post-COVID BS figured out. Um, loving how much rain we're getting. Hoping it's going to mean that our lawn reseeds itself. That way we no longer have this burnt, crappy, brown grass. Uh, yeah, so it's definitely pretty good on my end. Hey, Karthik, tell us what's going on with you guys in the Netherlands. Uh, you guys have some good food out there. Uh, I'm not sure about um, Dutch food, but uh, how is it out there? Oh, it's been amazing. It's um, this. It's it's been so nice, and I'm extremely grateful for the nice sun that we've been getting here in the Netherlands over the past uh, month, month and a half. You know, I think uh, May, June has been incredible. July is looking incredible. Today is a nice 
you know, sunny day here in the Netherlands. Um, I'm, uh, you know, recording this uh, from my friend and co-founders of Envision, uh, the other Karthik's house, actually. And I'm overlooking um, the, you know, the river that flows below by his house. So he lives in this big city called Rotterdam and he lives in this, uh, in this high rise apartment. And if you look from outside his room, you can see the river, you can see, you know, the skyscrapers, the Rotterdam skyline, and it's an absolutely beautiful day. So after we're done recording this podcast, we're actually going to go to this beer garden and, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, go out and have a drink with a few friends and uh, just uh, take it easy over the weekend. You know, it's been a big week for us at Envision. And so we just thought, let's just meet up with a uh, few other friends and then uh, go out and enjoy the sun. And we'll let the 4th of July spread across the sea and so that you guys are celebrating with us. What yes. a you know, coincidence that, you know, we're having this about Envision and, you know, we got July 4th. So it's a beautiful party across the globe. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited about it. Thank you so much. We now turn on to our announcements. And Austin, any announcements? So YouTube has got about 670 subscribers. And in total, we have got 60,000 views on YouTube and Anchor combined. So we are doing on nicely and we are 18 episodes away from the big century episode. And actually, we're looking forward to that because the Centurion episode will be up here in no time at all. This is uh, episode 82, so it means we're 18 away, and guys, we'll be having another big party coming up, and we're so thankful to you guys for making things happen on our channel, and we're looking forward to seeing you guys. Let's move on now to the spotlight section, and as I indicated earlier, we have our friend, Karthik Cannon from Envision. Uh, Karthik, you're welcome to Blind Android Users Podcast. As always, it's a delight to see you coming back here to talk with us. And this time is something going on monumental that we we're going to be talking about. And I would like you, though, to uh, get started on this. But, you know, first, maybe give us a little bit of the history for someone who has not heard of Envision or they're just hearing about it. And yet in the same breath, something, a major change happening Take us down a little bit memory lane and show us where we've come from, and then we'll talk about where we're headed. Sure, Warren. Thank you so much, first of all, for uh, having me on the podcast. Um, and it's so, so nice to know that you are constantly growing and, and you know, you're doing more episodes because I think we've been talking for almost three years now on the podcast on and off ever since we first launched the Android version. And it's uh, it's incredible that you guys have done 82 episodes so far. Uh, and it's also incredible that, you know, you just uh, have something, you know, a major milestone coming up on the horizon. So firstly, congratulations on the podcast and the way it's been going. It's pretty phenomenal. Um, so for those of you all who don't know, Envision, uh, we, you know, we basically have a smartphone app and smart glasses that help people with a visual impairment to live more independently. So the app, uh, the Envision app is available on both iOS and Android. Um, it is, you know, um, it is an app that has been around uh, on Android since uh, 2018. That's when we first launched the beta of the Android app. We even won the Google Play Award for the best accessibility experience for the Envision app in 2019 from, uh, from Google. Um, so what the app does essentially is it helps you read text from pretty much any printed surface 
in over 60 different languages. So you can import PDFs, you can import EPUBs, you can you know use the app to scan text around you. Uh, so it's basically very, very powerful at reading text. You can also read handwritten text with the app as well. So if you have a handwriting uh, and if you want to read it with the, with the app, you're able to do that. So there are like today, as of today, we have uh, you know the most number of users from Android. Uh, you know, we have people from all over the world, the Middle East. We have a lot of people from India using the app. We have a lot of people from the U.S., uh, from the state side, North America. Uh, we also have a lot of people from Europe. So it's a truly global app with people using the app in more than 40 languages uh, as of today. And Envision itself is translated into 23 different languages uh, as of now, 30 different languages, sorry, not 23. Um, the app can also recognize faces. You can also teach it faces of friends and family members. It can help you recognize personal belongings. Um, and uh, in 2020, we launched the Envision Glasses. Um, essentially, the glasses are a much better way to experience the technology of the app itself. Um, it's basically smart glasses that you can wear and you can look around and be, you know, have the glasses read out text, recognize faces, recognize objects, and even go ahead and make video calls directly from the Envision glasses itself to a friend or a family member. So that's what essentially Envision does in a nutshell. And like I said, we started in 2017 first. Um, you know, it's been almost five years since we launched the Envision app. Uh, if, you know, come September 2017, we'll actually be five years old as a company and as an app. Um, we launched it first in, in on iOS. And uh, the main inspiration for the Envision app and Envision as a whole uh, actually started off in 2016 uh, when, you know, we visited a blind school in India. And the interaction that we had with the kids at the blind school inspired us to create Envision um, and, you know, to, to continue to build and, and work on it and develop it. And the main, you know, mission for us at Envision is to go ahead and make our technology uh, and our apps and our, our products as accessible to people uh, across the world, regardless of where they come from, regardless of what device they use, we always want to be able to have them use our app or the glasses uh, to be able to live more independently. It is really interesting, though, you know, hearing the history and how it is that India has been some inspiration to the creation of this particular app. And yet what I find, though, so ironic, though, is that you guys started on iOS, what I call a fruit veil. And uh, given the fact that India, you know, was sort of the inspiration for this, though, it's kind of amazing that you started it rather on iOS instead of the Android uh, platform, which is most readily available to people in India, you know, given the cost and all of that. So why yeah. was it started first on uh, Fruitvale iOS as to uh, first on Android, which in fact is more readily available for people across the uh, price points and all of that. Yeah, that is that is somewhat true. Actually, when we first started off, uh, we started with iOS because it's just simply because I was I was an iOS developer before you know we started Envision, so I knew the iOS platform a bit better. And at the very early stage, our technology was sort of uh, 
readily more like was was able to run more easily on iOS than Android, you know, and uh, also because our initial uh, target audience uh, for the app was people with uh, with with iPhone, and that was sort of become because you know in Europe, in US, in other countries, uh, iOS was the most used uh, you know device. But having said that, we always wanted to ensure that we were there in the hands of as many people as possible, and that's why you know I. Envision was the first major app for people who are, you know, people who are blind or visually impaired. People in this uh, community to, you know, if we were the first app to be able to come on to Android, and it took us a lot of work. We were a very, very small team. You know, I think when we launched the Android app, we were just three or four people as well. Uh, but we worked really hard to bring our tech, our technology, and you know, all the AI stuff that we were doing in iOS. We were the first company to bring that over to Android as well. And if you look at it as of today, Envision is the longest you know running app on Android. Uh, you know, for the blind and visually impaired community, doing something like what we're doing, because there have been many apps that have come before us. Uh, you know, that have been there for a short period of time, and you know, they've gone away. But we've been around for like five plus years. Uh, simply because of our commitment to Android, and yes, it is a difficult platform for developers to build on. Um, it's not very; it's a pretty. It sometimes it can be a very fragmented platform as well because different uh, manufacturers will want to use different, you know, um, ways of doing things on the phone. Uh, but we've been able to successfully, you know, build a app that works across. All Android devices, as of today, any Android device that's running Android six and above can actually run the Envision app without any problem. So, it is a lot of work. It's a lot more work uh, for developers to build technology on Android. But once we do that, yes, today Android is the most used uh, product. The Envision Android app is the most used product that Envision has ever made. And I think uh, our focus is still. Going to be uh, a lot more on Android, you know, because the glasses are also based on Android. So we do put a lot more effort right now onto Android, building for Android, uh, than we do on iOS. So even though we started on iOS, uh, we are extremely strong on Android today, and we have a lot of plans uh, to continue to support Android, you know, in the near and far future. It's like a beautiful music to my ears, uh, Karthik, and we're so thankful because you know what. I remember when you guys came to uh, Android and we were testing that. It was such a beautiful thing because it it was the only thing that we had uh, on. I mean, we had other things, though, but the problem with those was that uh, they were not quite the same as what Envision is. And to be honest, I think other apps that came after Envision have kind of sort of copied the same thing that Envision has. And I think you guys, so you are pioneers on Android. Uh, and this is not to say that there are not other apps on there. We have like ID, but their own uh, philosophy or the focus was a little bit different. The mode of operation is different. I think the first app that we ever had on Android that was close or is similar or even better than the seeing AI is Envision. And most especially, it's the very first one that offers us that handwritten uh, recognition. I remember uh, well in 2019 when I traveled to some African country and I was uh, talking with the um, the uh, president of a college and 
uh, we're talking about this technology and how it could be useful to the students and demonstrating how we could read things from the board. And I mean, everybody was blown away that, you know, an app could actually read handwritten material. So I remember that vividly. And so that has given rise to a lot of other apps being able to have that capability of handwritten recognition. And so we're indeed very thankful to you guys. I see you guys as the pioneers, even with uh, Lookout, which is also free. But, you know, you guys had things going on first before Lookout ever came around. And most especially, I think you guys do very well when it comes to PDF recognition. And it's a very useful app in the blind community. And I'm so thankful to you guys. Yeah, no, I think it's always been our aim and it will it will always be our aim to ensure that the technology and the app that we build is is available to as many people as possible in as many languages as possible. Because I think the main reason why we started Envision, uh, you know, was was not to like, you know, exp- you know, always make money through the community or it was not to go ahead and use our app as a showcase uh, for our technologies, but we instead wanted to build something uh, that we knew would be helpful for people and uh, something that will be, you know, that should be used by pretty much anyone and everyone. Because some of the stories that we hear from people across the world who use the app, you know, like we hear so many stories, uh, for example, uh, you know, like young students, uh, from India, for example, who use the app to prepare for an exam, or uh, you know, we hear about somebody able to help their children with their homework. I think those are the things that really motivate the team, and those are the kind of experiences that we're after. And uh, we definitely will continue to you know keep improving the app. And we have a lot, a lot of new features planned, uh, you know, for the community over the next you know six to seven months throughout the rest of the year and beyond. We have so many new things planned. Uh, for the uh, for the app and for the classes that uh, you guys will be able to uh, know about in the coming months. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, Karthik, let's talk about the new shift because, you know, this, this you know, uh, talk going on bus, 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 uh, you guys, uh, I'll, I'll let you talk about it. Something major, something monumental going on here. Uh, you know, a shift, if you will, uh, something very positive from Envision. And I really want you to talk about that because this is going to be something that excites people across the globe. Uh, you know, uh, and I'm going to shut up, uh, Karthik, so you'll talk about this. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, well, you know, when we first launched the Envision app, um, people had to pay $5 per month in order to be able to use the app. So this was a thing to 2018. When we launched it, we first charged people $5 per month to use the app. And that was because, um, you know, the app had very big operational costs. You know, there were costs in running such an app and, you know, using the AI technology was also really expensive at that time. And uh, a couple of, like, I think a year down the line, we reduced the cost to $2 per month. So from $5, we actually slashed it by more than 50% down to $2 per month. Um, And what I'm here to announce today is two things, actually. The first thing is that the Envision app does not require a subscription anymore to use it, which means that the app is going to be entirely free forever. So all the features that you had to pay for before, you don't have to pay for anymore at all. You don't have to go ahead and, you know, pay a subscription fee to use the app. You can just install the app, you know, onto your phone and then use it and get all the features uh, that Envision has totally free of cost. Um, this, and, and also 
one of the things is even though we do provide the app for free yes there are some you know operational costs uh, still for the app and uh, you know if you do really enjoy using the app uh, we also have a pay what you want model where you can just you know uh, give us a one time tip uh, or 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 a contribution so that it basically helps us continue with the development uh, of the app and all those funds go towards helping uh, the continued development of the app and the costs in keep in running the app going forward the second big announcement is that we are temporarily cutting the price of the envision glasses by about $1000 so the glasses used to cost $3500 before us dollars and uh, right now it's it's 2499 us dollars and that's the cost of the glasses and this is a this is a temporary change this might be a temporary change but it's still a massive massive cut in the price of the glasses itself uh, so these are the two big announcements we have one the app is going entirely free on both ios and on android people can now install the app and then they can just continue to use it uh, free forever and if you want to support the app and if you really benefited from the app and you want to support its development you can go ahead and uh, you know buy the envision team uh, coffee you know so you, we have a a feature within the app where you can go ahead and you know contribute towards the development and the costs uh, in keeping the in keeping the app going and the price of the glasses are going to be dropped by $1000 so you just now have to pay 2499 uh, US dollars uh you know to get the glasses and uh, we're also going to be introducing some uh, payment plans for the glasses as well so if you think the 2499 price up front might be expensive for some people uh, you can you know people can go ahead and uh, you know avail one of our payment plans um as well and apart from that uh you know for the glasses we are now doing one on one you know we are giving one on one free demonstrations of the glasses uh people can go on our website and then uh you know get demonstrations of the glasses for free uh we are also offering a very generous 30 day return policy uh for the glasses so you know you can anyone and everyone if you know once they get the demonstration and they were interested in buying the glasses they can buy the glasses and uh, they have up to 30 days uh you know before uh they can return the glasses no questions asked and of course we have a very nice uh one one on one onboarding for the glasses as well so the moment you get your glasses you can go ahead and uh, you know sign up for a one on one onboarding session and then someone from the envision team will actually help you set up your glasses uh, you know for the first time you'll be able to set up all of the different functionalities within the glasses and so on so these are the two big announcements that we have here for today i have two questions the first question is so what you're saying is the user just has to go on the play store and download the same version of envision that they were downloading it before and the second question is let's say if i ship the glass if i get a custom uh, the envision glass from envision and the glass ships to india what about the custom charges sure austin so yes first thing is that anyone who has the envision app uh, you know just has to update to the latest uh, version of the app so we're going to come out with a version 3.0 uh, and uh, that version is the one uh, where you know the free uh, it, it's basically just a small update that you have to do um, and that will make the app entirely free so we will remove all the locks we had in the app to check for subscriptions and all of that uh, in version 3 so version 3 is scheduled to release somewhere around mid july 
uh, is when we're going to be releasing version three. So version three means Envision is free. That's how you can think of it. Uh, so you don't have to install a new app. You don't have to like delete your existing app or do any of that stuff. Uh, you know, you just have to update to version 3.0 when it comes out uh, on the on the Play Store, and you will be able to use the Envision app. All the features that were there before, all the features that are going to come after this, are all going to be available completely free of cost. The second thing is that yes, um, you know, we if the glasses are being shipped to India, uh, you will have to pay customs fee on the glasses uh, as well. So this is just like how any other electronics, uh, you know. Um, import works uh, for customers in India. So you have to pay the customs fee. And that customs fee is basically decided based on which city we're shipping to uh, and so on. So that's uh, that it, it is it is something that is, uh, you know, um, like as in the, the 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 customs fee is given to you uh, at the time of receipt of the of the devices. So yeah, hope that answers both your questions. I really hope, though, that the uh, governments of these places would kind of waive these uh, custom charges because, you know, this is something that's specialized for the blind and helping blind people in their day-to-day -day lives. And I, I think that governments will do well to waive these uh, import charges for uh, specialized items like, like these ones. Yeah, I definitely hope so, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, you know, who who would need to reach uh, to who, you know. But the one thing that I was going to say, though, that, that's, that I find really important, and I, I'm really thankful to you guys, is that ability to make payments. Because, you know, $2,499 is not a small change, especially most of our blind people are on fixed uh, income. And so having this ability to pay instrumentally, I think that's a very great move on you guys' part. And I'm thankful for that. Now, so do you guys have like, as to how long these payment plans are? Are we looking like 24 months, 36 months, or, you know, 40 something months? Cause like I'm paying on my Pixel 6 Pro uh, and I have like a 24 month uh, payment plan. I still have, you know, like 300 left on that, you know, $1,100 a phone to be paid. I think I'll be getting it done this month or whatever. So, but what would you guys be looking at? You know, are you looking at maybe three years, four years or two years? Or have you guys thought about the length that you would allow for such a payment plan? So, um, you know, we are setting it up at the moment, right? Uh, so we will definitely go ahead and uh, let the community know about these payment plans in more detail in the coming weeks. Um, but at the moment, we're just going ahead and setting it up. So we're looking to partner with a few companies in the US to offer this service. So for example, I think Affirm is one of these companies that, that a few other people might have also, uh, you know, a few other people in the community might have used before. So we're looking to partner with them. We're looking to partner with a few more companies in Europe. Uh, and these, they all offer like a 12 or 24 month, uh, you know, standard payment, uh, you know, plan. So that's what we'll also be taking up with these companies as well. So we'll come back with more information as we have in the coming weeks. But uh, yeah, we are going to um, start offering these payment plans very soon on our website as well. So uh, you said that you'll be starting the payment plan processes for the US and Europe. Uh, do you guys have any ideas as to who your partners would be for those of us in Canada? Yeah, so that's right. I think uh, some of the US uh, companies also are available in Canada and uh, we will be partnering for, you know, with, with 
with the providers who would be offering it at least for both these countries of North America in general. Um, this is still in the works right now. Uh, so I would definitely have more information as we, you know, as we go ahead and, you know, have them uh, as, as we go ahead and finalize these plans. Um, having said that, uh, we're also, you know, partnering with a lot of local distributors. For example, in Canada, we have CNIB, who we have partnered with. And I know CNIB also has payment plans uh, as well. So, yeah. So we would go ahead and partner wherever Envision is not able to offer these plans by ourselves. Uh, we would be partnering with local distributors of assistive technology to offer them as well. In the US, we have partnered already with a lot of distributors uh, and some of them actually do offer, for example, a distributor in California already offers you know, uh, payment plans. We also have in the UK as well, we've partnered with Sight and Sound uh, and they, offer, they also have some uh, plans like these. So we would be going ahead and partnering with more distributors and uh, wherever distributors or whenever distributors have uh, like these kind of payment plans, uh, you know, customers would also be able to avail them. And in, and I think the best, uh, you know, way to go ahead and figure out if there is a payment plan available is just reach out to us, uh, you know, talk to us or request a demo from us. And then during the demonstration or after the demonstration, we can set you up with the right partner uh, to, you know, to help you out with these plans. I have a question about data, and uh, I apologise if this is uh, if this has been asked before. But there may be people who have only just heard of this today. Um, so, in order for your images to be processed, is the is the data sent to servers somewhere else, or is it all done on the phone or the glasses? Because I'm just thinking that if you're wearing the glasses. Mm -hmm. There could be some privacy concerns there if if you you know if you leave them switched on. Um, so I just wondered what what the deal is with that, and also the glasses. Do they have built-in bits so you can hear stuff through the glasses, or yeah. do you have to listen through your phone? Oh no, that would actually be quite uh, difficult. Let me let me let me back up on the first question, right? And then I'll try to give uh, people a description of how the glasses look like and some of the onboard hardware features and some other common questions. So I think that should answer a lot of your questions as well, Fee. Um, so firstly, about the data, uh, there are some features that require an internet connection, and those are the only times where the glasses or the app send images to our servers. Um, and then there are many features within the Envision app and the classes that do not require internet connection. And those instances, these images never leave your device. So uh, there are features, for example, like instant text, where you want to read short pieces of text really quickly. And you, know, you just hit a button and it starts speaking everything out to you. That feature works completely offline without uh, you know, ever needing an internet connection. And those instances, that never gets sent to our servers. Now, in the other hand, you're trying to scan a document or a PDF. Now that gets sent over to our servers. And, uh, you know, that basically means that there is a, a secure connection from the glasses or the app that goes to our server. Our server does, our server AI does all the processing. And as soon as the processing is done, uh, we go ahead and, you know, completely discard the image, right? And if users want to share data with us anonymously, 
to help improve the AI, they can do that. And in those instances, we do, you know, uh, partially store these images in a secure server. We have we train our AI automatically on these images, and then they're destroyed uh, or they're discarded as soon as we're done improving the AI with these images, uh, right? And that's basically how it works. And we do believe, uh, you know, or we do keep things as anonymous as possible, as in we don't, you know, uh, go ahead and store the images under your name or things like that. We just go ahead and, uh, you know, like uh, we, we just put them into like a secure server and then we'd have the AI automatically train on these images and then they're just automatically discarded uh, when the data is, you know, completely trained. And that is that only happens with your consent, as in when you first install the Envision app or when you, you know, get onto the classes, you are asked if you want to share data anonymously to improve uh, the uh, the AI on the app of the glasses, you can say I do not consent, and then nothing gets you know uh, stored or shared. And in those instances, all the all Envision does is just you know for these online functionalities, take the image, send it to our server, get the output, send the output back to the device uh, that could be the smartphone or the glasses, and then just completely discards the image after it's done, right? So and what we're doing is we're bringing more and more functionality on the glasses offline. Uh, in July, we'll be bringing the scan text, that is the document scanning and the PDF reading feature uh, for some languages entirely offline, which means that no images uh, would ever need to be going over to an internet connection anymore, over through to our servers anymore. Uh, and as you know, years go by, we will we will definitely bring more and more and more features offline and leaving only some sophisticated features online. Um, and so those are that's basically what we'll be doing. Uh, and that's what happens to your data as well. And the second question about the hardware, right? Yes, the glasses do contain an onboard speaker. So you will be able to hear all the audio that's coming from the glasses or like, you know, you don't have to hear it via phone. You can, there is a speaker on the glasses that, that, output, that outputs the audio from the glasses itself. The glasses themselves just basically contain a camera, um, you know, on the right-hand side of your, uh, you know, of your face, there is a camera. And then if you travel further down from the camera, there is a touchpad or touch gesture area. And then further down, you have a speaker and, or you have microphones. And then behind your right ear, you have a charging port to charge the glasses. And you get about five to eight hours battery life with the glasses, uh, you know, on continuous usage. And if you put the glasses on standby by folding them, you get about 12 to 16 hours of battery life uh, when you use the glasses, right? So that's a small, like a brief, you know, description of what the glasses look like. Lovely. What What if What if you already wear glasses? Um, yeah. In so those instances... Yeah, I go. wear dark glasses, mm -hmm. uh, polarized ones. They're not prescription ones, but some people might wear prescription ones. So what? how would that work? Sure. So we do actually have a separate set of frames for people with prescription lenses or dark lenses. So that prescription, uh, that particular frame has inserts in them. So you can just take them to an, optimo uh, an optometrist and then, you know, in two minutes, they would swap out these, uh, the standard lenses that come on that particular frame with your dark lenses or your prescription lenses. So there are two types of frames for the Envision glasses. One is the thin titanium frame that uh, we ship by default with the glasses and then we have a thicker uh, frame that has inserts in them which you can actually use to put in your own dark lenses or prescription lenses 
So those are the two different types of frames and it supports pretty much like 99% of the people out there who do wear glasses uh, or, the, or folks who don't wear glasses. They can pick between the, the titanium frame that ships by default or get the thicker frame with inserts in them. Yeah, because the thing is, a lot of glasses, lenses can be different sizes. You know, you can get the thin yeah. lenses or the or the ones that go further up and down your face. How how big are these? Um, how big are the spaces for the lenses on these glasses? Um, not sure how big they are per se. Like, mm. I don't know the exact numerical value, but mm. I do know that a lot of people who use uh, prescription lenses or dark lenses have used this frame or do use this frame. Um, and so far, they seem to not have issues with uh, the sizing of them. Right. Okay. I, haven't, I haven't heard of an uh, I, I've, I've yet to hear of an issue with like different sizing or sizing issues with the with the. Um, with the, with the frames in particular. So I think it should be it should be fine in like majority of the situations. And and again, you know, the best way to like figure this out is just reach out to Envision. You know, you know, you can just talk to us by just, you know, like either requesting a call or just, you know, writing to us uh, and we'll reach out to you and then we'll have a chat about it and we'll see, um, you know, and we'll, give, we'll be able to give you more information offline. Yeah. And are they water resistant or waterproof? You know, what if you're out and it suddenly starts to rain? What? What happens? It, the glasses are not waterproof or water resistant. Uh, so they can take like, you know, some mists, you know, so if there's a misty environment, uh, it's fine to use them. But then it's definitely not, uh, you know, good to have them, uh, you know, exposed to rain or other forms of like water. Uh, because they're not waterproof or uh, water resistant. Maybe in the future, we will be able to have hardware that is waterproof and dustproof and, you know, uh, or at least water resistant and dustproof. Uh, but these glasses, uh, they're not water resistant or waterproof. It's worth knowing that, isn't it? Because oh, then yeah, there's suddenly yeah. a storm. Quick, put it in your pocket, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, we do let people know about that when they get their glasses and we do the onboarding. We we tell them all the do not, like the don't do's. We, you know, the do's are are, are, are infinite. You know, uh, you can do whatever you want with them. Uh, but the do nots are like a few things that, you know, like, for example, don't expose them to like, uh, you know, like too hot or too cold conditions. Don't expose them to water. So there are some things like that that you shouldn't do with the glasses, you know. But we're hoping in the future we'll be able to build uh, waterproof, water-resistant glasses, you know. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's very exciting, isn't it, this technology? Yes, yes, yes. You know, and, and, you know, with the app going free, I'm just really excited about the fact that, you know, it's going to be available to more people and there'll be more people now, regardless of whether, you know, they're able to afford it or not to be able to use all this, all this, all this cool stuff. Yeah, that's, that's been our, uh, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a long time dream, uh, you know, of, of the Envision team to build something that is truly, you, you know, available to every single person on planet Earth if they, if, if they, if they should, you know, uh, should they choose to use, you know, something like Envision. This was a really nice conversation, Karthik and Fee, most especially about the, uh, you know, people having prescri uh, prescribed lenses or whatever and things like that. I think it makes sense that you guys have two different types, you know, for normal Joes like me and for those that would like some kind of specialized lens. I think that's all inclusive. Therefore, I think, um, as you've indicated, when someone is trying to buy, you know, they would be asked as to whether they use uh, prescribed lenses or whatever so that they could um, work that out with their optometrist. And so I think this is a really good thing. And also, 
very important issue that you guys touched on uh, having to do with IP certification. I think that's good to know because uh, you don't want to be uh, messing around in the rain, most especially you have those uh, electronics in there. So something that needs to be protected. I'm glad we touched on these things because these are very important parts of the experience, isn't it? Yeah, no, for sure. I think, uh, you know, you know, smart glasses are still very pretty high tech, uh, you know, and they're still evolving. So right now, the version one of the Envision glasses, the first generation of the Envision glasses, so to speak, uh, do have some limitations like these. But uh, in the I, I'm definitely uh, there are, you know, uh, maybe some advances in the pipeline that are happening in the entire smart classes industry that will eventually make some of these uh, limitations go completely away. You know, like I think, you know, technology evolves one generation at a time uh, and, you know, we have to actively work on make, on improving it. And that's what we're doing here at Envision. Um, I've not used the app for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm totally blind. So generally pr- quite hopeless at taking photos. At the moment, I don't see myself buying the glasses because that's it's amazing the deals you're doing, but everything's in the UK certainly prices are going up, things are expensive. I have to save money at the moment, not spend it unfortunately i wish i I wish it wasn't, but you know that's how things are here at the moment and um so will the does your app like will it tell me? how I what the best place I can hold the phone away from the a menu or whatever I'm trying to read um I haven't used it for a while so it may have changed anyway since I last used it because a lot of these apps they just read you the text as mm. as they see it um but but sometimes I I just wish they'd say oh you need to move your phone a bit to the right you know or something like that because I don't always know or, oh, that's pointing down too much. I mean, that, that might be too much to ask, but... Um, no, I'm not at wondering. all, actually. We've been having that feature on the Envision app for almost like um, one and a half years now. One, one and a half years. It's been since we launched that feature. So you're right. So what the glasses would do is, let's say you have a document. Uh, sorry, the yeah. app, for example. I'll come to the glasses as well. So what the app would do is, let's say you have a document. You put the document on a table. Right. Yep. And you position your phone above that document perpendicularly uh-huh. uh, or parallelly. Sorry. Um, and then the glasses or the app will start speaking out to you saying, OK, move the phone to the right, move it to uh, move it in the front, move it a little bit above. And then when the document is fully in frame, uh, the app would just say, like, you know, all edges visible, hold steady and then boom, take a picture for you. So this is there as of today. You know, you open up the Envision app on your Android phone, uh, you click on the scan text button. And then once you click on the scan text button, this feature basically starts kicking in and tells you how to move the phone in order to capture the full image. Um, oh, as soon as I click scan. Te- oh, fantastic. Yeah. Okay, You can tell it's been a while. Uh, yeah. Because last time I yeah, used it, Fee hasn't was, been that, using this. This has been there for have, a long time. I, it, it was not there when I last used it. So um. yeah, you should just update to the latest version uh, on the on the Play Store. Uh, try it out, and uh, you know you'll also be able to tell the app that you want to scan like a single document, or you want can go ahead and ask the uh, you know the app to basically say, okay, I want to scan multiple documents or multiple pages at once, and then you have an option between to choose between the two. Um, in the next few months, in the next couple of months, we're going to be coming out with an update, uh, which will dramatically improve this feature as well. Um, and also we'll be bringing this to books. So, you know, back 
in the day uh, or even now what you'll have to do is if you're trying to scan a book which has like two sides to it you'll have to hide or like fold one side uh, and then scan one page at a time right yeah that's quite annoying i know i know that's there on all the scanning apps uh, yes, it, is. Like, you know. it is but we have built tech that uh, will be able to scan a book as well and automatically tell you the left page from the right and then read it out accordingly this feature is already there on the envision glasses so the same um, you know tech that we have on the app to guide users to scan a document uh, is already is is there also on the glasses so you know all you have to do is hold the document somewhere you know in front of your face when you have the glasses on and the glasses would say okay move document left move document to the right uh, move it to the top and then takes a picture automatically when you hold it in front of you and uh, you know we also have a feature where you can do the same thing with books like just like how you uh you know how humans normally tend to read books where you just open both the sides and then hold it uh you'd be able to do the same with the glasses and then you know the glasses would know the left page from the right page and then speak it out to you we're going to bring that same tech over to the app as well um sometime in the next 2 to 3 months we're going to be able to bring that over to the app so both the app and the glasses have features that guide people who are like fully blind uh to be able to like capture a document properly so you're not reading the document as the app wants you to read it you're docu- you're reading the document or the book the way it is meant to be read so you don't have to keep guessing uh you're second guessing yourself every single time you take a picture with the app especially when it comes to scanning documents or books uh you'll be able to do that perfectly fine uh you know because the app will be able to guide you on how to move in order to capture a document and we're going to bring that over to the books as well very soon What what about columns in magazine articles because you can have columns in tables where you want yes. it read one way um you know like a phone bill or something um, yeah already but, there you know the... but what about co- columns in magazines they're different aren't they you want to read one column don't you and then and then another one does it already do that does it already um yeah it does you, you don't know? get part of one column and then part of another in in a big jumble of mess Oh no, 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 we don't. Um, you know, you can use the Envision app again. Um, you know, with it's an update that we pushed out uh recently, so you can use the app to read uh columns. So you can go ahead and import a newspaper article or a magazine article and the glasses so the app will just know that okay, um, you know, it needs to basically be read out in a certain way. Uh it can also recognize headings. So if there is a heading in the document uh that you're trying to read or he- multiple headings in the document, it will be able to go ahead and recognize those headings and you can skip between the headings uh in you know, uh, uh, in the app as well. And uh, we are going to have an update that's going to be coming out again over the next couple of months that should also make it possible to read tables. So if you are one of those people that's trying to read an account statement or a bank statement or credit card statement, uh, you will be able to do that securely using the Envision, you know, the Envision app on your phone. And uh, again, all of this stuff is going to be coming out, um, you know, over the next few months. So yeah. And can I can I then save my stuff that I've read so I don't have to scan yeah. it all over again? That's also a feature That's... that we pushed out a few months ago. It's called the Envision Library. So what you can now do is you can read the documents with the Envision app, and then you can save it over to the Envision Library. That's built within the app itself, so you don't have to scan that same document again. 
right? So you scan your PDF or documents or whatever, and then it saves everything, including the formatting of the documents, you know, uh, into the Envision library, uh, should you choose to save it. And then at some point, any point in time, you can just open the Envision library, click on the, uh, on the document that you want to read, uh, and then just go ahead and read it. Yeah, because I was thinking, for example, if there's a restaurant you go to relatively regularly and they say, oh, we haven't changed the menu lately, you could mm -hmm. just re you could just reread that yeah. same one, you, you know, rather than having to scan it all over again, because it does it does take longer than, you know, a sighted person with, you know, however good the app is, it will always take longer. Um so if you've already done that, you know, why do it twice? So that's that's fantastic. I'm I'm going to when version 3 comes out, I'm going to have far too much fun with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can already go ahead and just, you know, install the Envision app um and and I think by the time your 14-day free trial kind of ends, uh even if even today, you know, as of 2nd July that we're recording this particular thing, even if you're on, not on version 3 already, you can just go ahead and install the Envision app, start playing around with it. And by the time your 14-day free trial ends, the, the version 3 is going to be available and uh, you're going to be able to use it uh, for free. Just make sure that you're always updating the Envision app when we ask you to update it from within the app so that you're always on the latest version, um, you know, going forward. So. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of exciting stuff that we have planned, uh, and and hopefully the free version, uh, you know, will will just you know have people adopting the Envision app and then uh, you know using it and then giving us feedback to improve it. So I'm really excited for what's to come. Well, I'll be telling all my friends, but a slightly cheeky question because this is an Android podcast. Mm -hmm. But can my can my iPhone friends get it for free as well now? Yes, it is free okay. for everybody, everybody using an iOS or Android device as of today. And uh, yeah, we have plans for bringing this on the on the web and the desktop as well very soon. So a lot of people have been wanting Envision on the web or the desktop. Um, we are already having that in development, and we'll be bringing that out uh, very soon as well. So you'll be able to read documents on the web or your desktop and then, you know, share them with the phone and then read it from your phone and then share it on your desktop, whatever you want. Yeah. Brilliant. Wow. Exciting times. Yes. Yes. Very much. Now this may be a bit too much to ask, but what if it, what if it's possible that the app can make video call and the app can tell us, okay, you need to hold your phone to the right or move your phone to the left to be, perfectly positioned in the call will that be possible well actually the thing is the ai that we have in the app already does that very well you know so if you have actually holding the document over like uh putting the document on a table and holding it away over your phone in like 90 percent of the cases and 99 percent of the cases it should be already working completely fine um, you know, but we don't have any plans of adding video calling in the Envision app right now because there are other apps that do video calling uh, just as well or even better than what we can do. Um, so right now we're not going to be adding video calling, but we will definitely continue to improve the document scanning AI uh, on the Envision app going forward. Yeah. But you you said you can do video calling with the glasses. Is yeah. is that just using pre-installed video calling apps? And using the glasses as the camera for it, then? No, no. So basically, on the on the video calling on the glasses is something that Envision has, you know, built by its, you know, for itself. Um, so when you make a video call directly from the Envision glasses to a friend or a family member, um, they need to install a specific app on their phone that's available for free on both iOS and Android. 
it's called Envision Ally. So the Envision Ally uh, app uh, is the one they need to install. And when you're making a video call from the glasses uh, or calling an ally, that's what we call it on the Envision glasses. So when you call an ally from the glasses, it sends a notification to your friend or a family member, and they just open the notification on their phones. And then that opens the Envision Ally on their phones as well. And they will see uh, and hear what you are seeing uh, through the glasses. So they will see the camera feed. They'll get the camera feed from the glasses. They'll get the audio uh, from the glasses. And then you will be able to hear the audio from their side onto the, you know, the uh, uh, into the Envision glasses, either, you know, via the onboard speaker of the Envision glasses, or you can also go ahead and connect the Envision glasses to a Bluetooth speaker or Bluetooth headphones like the AirPods and also hear the audio from there. Right. So they will see your video and hear your audio. You will hear their audio in the end. Uh, and then you can talk to each other that way. They can also see what you're seeing and your hands are completely free. So you don't have to, like, you know, keep holding a phone in your hand. You can just look around with your head and it should be fine. One day I'd really like if if the glasses could work with onboard video. That That sounds good. But some, for example, if you're phoning someone a bit older who maybe isn't as comfortable with phones and installing apps and things mm. like that, it might be just too difficult. Like if you're phoning your parents or something and yeah. depending on people's parents and how good they are at that stuff. I think mine could do it, but some people might not, you know, that might be too much of, a, of a, an ask, too much of a stretch. So um, it, I wonder about if you could maybe think about that as a future um definitely feature. definitely you know we're in talks with uh uh some apps we're talk we're in talks with some big you know uh apps as well um you know general apps that do you know like video calling and all these things uh we're also in talks with some other apps uh that are very popular in the industry as well who also do video calling but maybe to their own agents uh you know um we're in talks with a lot of apps right now to build apps for the envision classes so we're going to build a version of all your favorite accessibility apps and other general apps as well uh for the envision classes and that's going to be something that we'll be announcing in the coming months because things you know conferencing apps as well could, yeah. could be another good um for sure for sure no there's a lot of good suggestions of, of, of this kind of kind of thing you know even if i mean sometimes you might want a few people in the group or sometimes you just might want one other person but now after after all these lockdowns a lot of people have um have these apps on their computers even if they don't or their or their tablets or whatever even if they don't have a um a smartphone because unbelievable unbelievably to us maybe but some people don't do they so. yeah no good suggestions well, thank you so much, Karthik. I know you have that party waiting, man, and I'm excited you came and talked with us here today. And uh, just promise us, though, that when this uh, big payment plan um, is finalized or you guys have kind of have it in place, you come back and, you know, give us an update on the podcast. I think we'll appreciate that. For sure, for sure. And in the meantime, I think, uh, you know, I would love to go ahead and encourage everyone listening to the podcast to install the Envision app. Like I said, once again, it's completely free, uh, no strings attached. And if you want to continue to support the development of the Envision app, uh, you can go ahead and pay what you want. Um, you know, we are super, super excited about making it free. Uh, don't worry, you know, the Envision app uh, is is free. 
because we've been able to bring a lot of our AI offline, we've been able to, with the help of early supporters and early subscribers of the app, we've been able to continuously innovate and improve the app to a point where we can offer it at little to no cost. Um, and uh, we also believe that it'll that will bring more people to experience Envision's technology and benefit from it. Uh, so please install the uh, the Envision app or update the Envision app if you already have it on your phone. Uh, it's free, completely free forever on iOS and Android. Um, and if you're someone who's interested in the glasses, uh, you know I would definitely encourage you to go ahead and uh, you know visit our website. Uh, let's Envision dot com slash glasses and request a free demonstration of the glasses um you know and uh, you know make make use of our reduced pricing uh, as well you know we'd love to uh, see the hands uh, see the glasses in the hands of more people we'd love to see the app in the hands of more people uh, so yes please go ahead and install uh, the app and try it out and uh, give us feedback and of course uh, please go ahead and request a demonstration of the glasses as well we'd love to show you all the cool stuff that it can do. Thank you so much, Karthik. And we look forward to seeing you come back again. Give us some updates. Yes, I definitely will be back with more exciting updates. And 2022 is the most exciting year for us here at Envision because a lot of our big plans that uh, that we've been working on for a long time are slowly coming uh, you know, to fruition. So I will definitely come back with more exciting updates in the future. Thank you. Thanks so much, Warren. Thanks so much for uh, everyone else for having me on the podcast. Thanks for coming. And now we move on to the Android Basics segment. And this week we're talking about them wallpapers. Man, we're talking about wallpapers. So we either have the online, we either have the live wallpapers or the ones that you have on your device. Most phones, every phone in actuality comes with wallpapers that you can choose from and you can also choose to use something from your gallery. Maybe you want a picture of your girlfriend, a picture of your boyfriend, a picture of your kid, a picture of your wife, or a picture of yourself if you want to be selfish and put one on there. But we do have that capability in the wallpapers. So Wallpapers also help us in battery management. Some are bright and some could eat a lot of your battery, most especially live wallpapers. Let's talk about those things and how we can go about doing those. And I'll be showing you a little bit on how you go about uh, changing those wallpapers, be it the live ones or the ones on the device that ship with the device natively or choosing something from your gallery and making that as your wallpaper. So guys, do you guys kind of like wallpapers? Do you play with those things? I think those things are important for people who can see a little bit and can appreciate, you know, the, the wallpapers that they see. Because we have all kinds of categories on these things, especially if you're on a Pixel phone. Uh, we have, you know, different categories in there. So does any of you play with wallpapers? What do you think of wallpapers in general? Do you just go with what comes with it or do you go about customize and choose your own i've never done that um i i muck about with ringtones and notifications as people may know if they had the podcast a couple of weeks ago but wallpapers not really but i do have quite an entertaining image in my mind of if you had a person or an animal on your wallpaper and it was a live wallpaper and you'd have you could have a picture of it actually you know crunching that battery and that's how it eats it i don't think that's what you meant 
but it was it keeps me amused that this kind of imagery. So maybe yeah. maybe like the red wolf that you had on the uh, yeah. <laughs> on the Samsung ring. No, the red wolf that you thought I had. <laughs> The red wolf wallpaper. <laughs> the eats batteries. Exactly. And so, you know, live wallpapers tend to kind of drain your battery because it's based on connectivity. And so if you don't have a nice connectivity, you probably don't want to be messing with our live wallpapers because it's constantly trying to connect to whatever server that uh, is feeding it those live wallpapers that change, you know, frequently. You could set those things to, you know, change ever so frequently. So... Uh, unless if you're in a Wi-Fi zone all the time or if you have a good connectivity on your mobile and you have, you know, limitless data and things like that, probably wall, live wallpapers are not the way to go. So here, I'm going to show you how you go about uh, changing those wallpapers, whether you want the one that come by default, you want the one that uh, live wallpapers or choose from categories also. Uh, if you want to choose something from your gallery and show maybe your friend or whatever, or a picture of yourself. Now, here's how to do that. And now to demonstrate that wallpaper, I'm already in my system settings and we'll navigate to the item that says Wallpaper in style, colors, themed icons, app grid. Remember though that you can still do this from your home screen when you long press on an empty spot on your home screen and in there you'll find things like home settings, widgets and wallpapers. I am in the system settings as I indicated and I'll now tap here to open up wallpaper. Wallpaper in style. Back, button, out of list. Classic, currently applied and previewed. We are told that the classic is applied and previewed and that's because I like the solid colors. As we indicated in the discussion, though, you know, you could choose live wallpapers or you could choose your photo from your gallery and things like that. So I am here in the area and I'll quickly show you how to go about changing your wallpaper or choosing something from your gallery or from some other place else on your phone. Lock screen wallpaper preview. Now from the top, just maybe some two inches down from the top, you hear lock paper wall preview. And below that, on the left side there, we have the change wallpaper. Change wallpaper button. Below that change wallpaper, if you scroll down a little bit, what we have here is... Classic, currently applied and previewed, one of four, in list, four items. We have the classic, and if you move to the right of that... Carbon, two of four. Carbon. Paper, three of four. Paper, and... Sun, four of four. Sun, four of four. And now below all of that, we have something, a switch that says... Dark theme, on, switch, out of list. In other words, if you want to turn on your dark theme, you could turn that on. Mine is turned on. And now below that, we have something that's in beta, and I'm not sure if this is available on other phones, but on the Pixel phones, we have... Themed icons, off, switch, beta. Themed icons. So if you check this or turn this switch on, even your icons could be themed to whatever the default uh, material you is on your phone. 
Now let's go back to the top though and tap on that change wallpaper and show you what we have. I'll scroll Dark back theme, up to on. the top and tap on change wallpaper. Found just below the lock screen wallpaper preview. And below that there on the left, we have the change wallpaper. Change wallpaper button. I'll tap here to activate. Wallpaper back button. Upon tapping on change wallpaper, we're now on this screen and just about an inch from the top we have my photos, row one, in grid. My photos. And in other words, when you tap on this, it will take you to where you could browse your phone for the picture that you want. You could use your gallery or you could use your file manager if you have it in some other place besides uh, having it in your gallery. And that is self-explanatory. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Complete action using. Complete action using gallery out of grid. Complete so action using gallery, gallery or you could use a different app. Use a different app. Bitmoji in list. CX file explorer. Photos. Mixplorer select. Vflat. You see what that is? So it's showing you uh, apps that I have on my phone or you could choose the Google Photos or Photos, which means the Google Photos and that will take you to your album where you could choose pictures and things like that. I'm not going to go into that. Wallpaper. Here. Now, below that, though, we have a grid of stuff and they're into categories. So we got... Bloom, row two, column one. Bloom, this is summertime. Things are blooming out there. And then to the right of that, and they're arranged in a grid, like I said, but I'll go through them. Living universe, column four. That's another category. Motif, row three, column one. Another category. Community Lens, Column 3. Curated Culture, Column 5. For Fun, Row 4, Column 1. Google Arts and Culture, Column 3. Landscapes, Column 5. Textures, Row 5, Column 1. Life, Column 3. Earth, Column 5. Art, Row 6, Column 1. Cityscapes, Column 3. Solid colors, column five. Showing items two to fifteen is a solid color. Live wallpapers, row seven, column one. Showing items four to six. And the last item here is the live wallpapers, like we talk about for those of you that want to live on the bleeding edge and constantly having your wallpaper change, you could choose a live wallpaper. I'll, however, go ahead though and demonstrate on how you change this with a solid color. It's something that I have, and you could choose to either make it uh, both on the home screen and the lock screen, or only use it on the lock screen and not on the home screen. I'll tap on solid colors. Solid colors, row six. Solid colors, back, button, out of grid. I am now in the solid colors, and they are also arranged in grids. And at the top, we have... Google Blue, row one, column one, in grid, nine rows, three columns. And they are labeled. So for instance, if I want to change mine to Google Blue for, for some reason, I'll tap here. Preview, info, button, disabled, out of grid. And now that we're on this screen, we got some tabs at the bottom. We got a couple tabs. We first have the home screen on the left. Selected, home screen, tab, one of two. And then we have? 
lock screen, tab, two of two. Lock screen to the right of that. So you could choose how you want it to be, or if you prefer, there's an edit below here. Edit, button, out of list. And, or you want to tap on apply. So if you didn't choose either the home screen or the lock screen, and you choose the apply instead, then it would ask you as to where you want to apply this wallpaper. You could apply it to either just the home screen or to the lock screen. Here's what I'm talking about. Let me go ahead and tap on apply. Apply, button. Apply, set wallpaper on. Home screen, button. You got either home screen. Lock screen, button. Lock screen or. Home and lock screens, button. Home and lock screens. So if you wanted to simply make it to your home screen or your lock screen, but not both, then there's no need to tap on apply. You could just tap on those one of those tabs, either the home or the lock screen. But if you want the ability to make it on both your lock screen and on your home screen, then you need to tap on the apply. And from these items, tap on the one that says home and lock screens. Home and lock screens button. And once you tap that, that applies to all of the lock screen and the home screen. And that's how you go about managing your wallpapers. And that's how you go about setting up your wallpapers if you care about doing things like that. But if not, just go with what already has been provided on your phone. The only feature I use in this wallpaper settings is the dark theme. So I have my dark theme turned on and that saves some battery, I think. It definitely does save your battery if you're using the dark theme and all of that. So I'm excited about wallpapers, but I'm not crazy about them. I'm not into live wallpapers myself. And presumably, uh, when you've taken a photo, there's probably an option in your camera as well to to use that photo as a wallpaper. Or in the Photos app, you could probably do it through those things as well, I would imagine, couldn't you? You should be able to set it as a wallpaper, yes. You should be able to from, do that. From there, if you're looking from the gallery, the yeah, after yeah. you take a picture, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that might be quite handy if you took one of, of someone important to you. Or My, my mum has uh, her cat. Uh, the cat's no longer with us, sadly, but um, she's remembered with great affection. So she has a has her wallpaper of uh, of the cat. So see, that's the magic of the wallpaper. So it has its usages and things like that. And uh, frankly, uh, people love wallpapers. I mean, there are you know sites dedicated to wallpapers. They're not a small deal thing. It's just those of us who can't appreciate those things, then we kind of like take them for granted. But a lot of people like wallpapers. And now let's move on to the talkback highlights. And this week, I'm showing you another gesture from the TalkBack Highlights. We continue now with our theme of highlights from TalkBack. This is installment 42. In the last installment, installment 41, we talked about the cutting of a selected text. Today, we'll continue now with the three-finger gestures. For today's demonstration, I'll be using my Pixel 4 and utilizing the Google Speech Services. 
I am on the home screen and will navigate my way to the talkback menu and I'll tap with three fingers to activate the talkback menu. Talkback menu. Actions in list. I am in the talkback menu. Next, I want to tap on talkback settings. Talkback settings. Here is talkback settings. I'll tap here to activate talkback settings. Talkback settings. Navigate up button out of list. I am now in the talkback settings. And the item that we're looking for in the talkback settings is an item that says customize gestures. I'll put my finger down, find and tap on that customize gestures. Customize gestures in list. Here is customized gestures. I'll tap here to activate. Customize gestures out of list. I am now on the customization page of our gestures. At this time, though, we would like to switch our granularity to the heading granularity. In other words, we want to switch our talkback mode to the heading mode. I have said on many occasions that we have one of three methods of changing those granularities, or maybe in reality, one boils it down to two uh, modes of changing the granularities. The first one, which I prefer, is that scrubbing up and down using one finger in a one fluid movement to change my granularity. If you're one of those people that kind of preferred the three fingers, however, you could use that three fingers by swiping down, swiping left to right or right to left to do the same thing. I believe that I have mine set to headings already. And if you haven't, then it's time to set yours to heading so we can proceed together. Having set your granularity to the heading granularity, what we need to do now is simply swipe down with one finger and keep doing so until we hear it say three fingers heading. I will now swipe down until I hear it say three fingers heading. Here I go. One finger heading in list. Here is one finger, a swipe down. One finger back and forth, heading. Swipe down. One finger angle, heading. Swipe down. Two fingers, heading. One more. Three fingers, heading. We are now on three finger heading gestures, and so far, these are the ones that we have talked about. And they are... Tap with three fingers, open talkback menu. Next. Tap and hold with three fingers, screen search. Next. Double tap with three fingers, copy. And the last one we saw last week in installment 41 was... Double tap and hold with three fingers, cut. And now today we're talking about... Triple tap with three fingers, paste. Triple tapping with three fingers to paste. In other words, when I have copied something to the clipboard and I want to place it in an editor, for example, then once I open such an editor, then all I need to do is simply tap with three fingers and that should paste whatever content it is that I have on my clipboard. 
I would love to demonstrate this by navigating out of here and go find some article that I would like to read or see snippets of and then copy that and go paste it in an editor. For this demonstration though, I'll be using the Google Keep. I'll now exit out of here and go back to my home screen, find an article on my browser and show you what I'm talking about. Pixel Launcher Folder, ebook readers, four or more items. I am back to my home screen and now I'll swipe with two fingers from left to right to bring on the Google Feed page. Pixel Launcher Button, Broncos land on brutal list ahead of 2022 season, heading in list. Hey, maybe I could just use this article or read this article for those of you who are football fans. I used to live in Denver, Colorado, and by default, of course, the Broncos was my team. I'll now open this article. Chrome, 80%. Broncos ranked among top, heartbreak dynasties, of all time, Sports Illustrated, Mile High Huddle, Denver Broncos News, Analysis, and more. I'm going to scroll down the page and find some text in the middle of the screen and try to copy that. I have scrolled down the page some and now I'll put my finger down and if I hear anything, I'm going to try to copy that. The Denver Broncos have been to eight Super Bowls and won three. Most recently, in the four years 2012-2015, in which Peyton Manning was the quarterback, the Broncos had two Super Bowl appearances with one victory. I just stopped it from reading, and now that I'm on this text block, I'll just double tap with three fingers to copy that to my clipboard. Copied. The Denver Broncos have been to eight Super Bowls and won three. Most... Fantastic. Now I'm going to exit out of here. Pixel launcher. Sunny. And I will now go ahead and bring on my Keep Notes. Open Keep Notes. Keep Notes. Open Navigation Drawer. Search your notes. We are now in the Keep Notes and I'll tap on the new text note found on the bottom right of my screen. New text note button. Let's go ahead and tap here. Note opened. Note, edit box, editing for note body. And now that I'm in the body of the text, or rather in the body of the note, I'll simply triple tap with three fingers and that should paste what it is that I had on my clipboard. Keep notes pasted from your clipboard. Put my finger down. The Denver Broncos have been to eight Super Bowls and won three. Most recently, in the four years 2012-2015, in which Peyton Manning was the quarterback, the Broncos had two Super Bowl appearances, with one victory, edit box, editing, note for note box. And that was the little text that I copied from the text block that I read on that Google feed. And that's how you go about pasting something that you have on your clipboard using the triple tap with three fingers to paste. And with that talkback demonstration of the gestures, we come to the end of this episode. And now Austin will give us a way on how to go about contacting us. So people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blindandroidusers. Subscribe to our mailing list, Blind Android Users, plus subscribe at groups.io. 
the links for telegram and twitter clubhouse will be in the show notes with all the other links so that is it from us this week that's it folks from us and we're looking forward to seeing you next week from me it's goodbye have a wonderful 4th of july bye and remember you could be anywhere in the world bearing in mind the host we had earlier on this could be Rotterdam or anywhere, Liverpool or Rome. Sing it, girl. <laughs> I think that's enough for one week. Later, guys. Bye, everyone, and light lots of fireworks and share the sounds with us. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thanks for listening to another clip from the Blind Android Users channel. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're notified of every new material that we upload. Thanks again for listening to the Blind Android Users channel. Welcome to the Blind Android Users channel.